Yo, it's the podcast about Nathan, episode 83, I'm not even sure, 85, my bad, podcast about Nathan, episode 5, it's gonna be short and spicy, I'm gonna recap some shit um, from the first top of the year, I said first top of the year, from the top of the year, and you know, we gonna make it happen, it's the podcast about Nathan. And this is what it feels like. This is what it feels like. Feels like, feels like. Look, the only reason I survived Better days, pray for, but expecting worse. At this level, boy, shit, I'm just less concerned. This is what it feels like off of um, the Judas and the Black Messiah uh, soundtrack, which I'm going to talk about in a few. Uh, this is like Nipsey's fourth or fifth verse since he's passed. Um... Every time I every time I hear him now, it's like it's a pleasure, man. It's just it's a pleasure to hear my guy, man, for real. Um, I just hate the fact like you could tell like every verse that has came uh, come out since he's passed, it's been like they try to they try to they try to make it longer even though you know it's not long it's not a long verse you get what i'm saying like uh like they try to make the songs longer because you know they try to keep his verses you know i guess for as long as they can like they he probably recorded some of these verses on one track and then they just separated it so that way he you know his he lives on longer with newer verses and shit like that so it's a, it's a, it's, it's very sad, man, for real. Like, but it's a, like I said, it's always a pleasure to hear my guy, a, a new verse from my guy, man, for real. Jay Z's also on the song and shit. Uh, he was talking his talk, talking that mogul talk, talk with that activist, activist talk, you know, regular shit that he do. But it is what it is, man. It is what it is. Rest in peace, Nipsey Hussle. Rest in peace, Nipsey Hussle, man, for real. The podcast about Nathan, episode eighty-four. Uh, happy Black History Month! It's the it's the last month of the set, uh, last day of the month. Um, I just needed to get some things right before I started recording in twenty twenty-one. Had to get a little bit, you know, had to make shit look better, and had to make some purchases and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, we back. I caught I caught Black History Month right when I needed to catch it. Uh, a lot of good things happened this month. A lot of good things came out this month. Not musically, though. Um, but let's get right into it. For those who, who are listening to the audio, I played um, a track off of uh, the Judas and the Black Messiah soundtrack, the movie that just came out a few weeks ago, two weeks, two three weeks ago, uh, which is which is about the uh, the betrayal and the assassination of Fred Hampton, who was the 
founder of the Black Panther Party and the chairman and all that good stuff. And me personally, I didn't watch the movie simply because I just don't watch. I don't really like watching shit reenacted, especially if I know the story already. You get what I'm saying? I just I'm not a fan of reenactments. I'm not a fan of biopics. Like I'm not a fan of seeing shit come to life. I'm not a visual person. Like that shit don't do nothing for me. Like I heard the great things though. Like I don't, that don't take away from the movie. I'm not saying I didn't watch it because the movie's bad or nothing like that. I just just not a fan of reenactments. Let's just you know, let's find different ways to adapt stories. To, like let's just find different ways. Like the movie thing. You you ask anybody. I don't do biopics. Like that's that's not my thing. Biopics ain't a thing that I do, especially, like I said, if I know the history already. I already knew the history of the Black Panther and Black Panther Party and how he was betrayed and assassinated assassinated by the government on some real. That's some real shasty shit, man, for real. Like, I think that was some really, uh, we already know the government works in mysterious ways. Like, they, they are a very, uh, mysterious and clandestine force and they do shit they do shit and they cover it up and all that other shit and i don't want to get too deep into it but the 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 story around his assassination is like really like the whole the dude betrayed him and then he led them he led them right to where he was he got them he put pills in their drink to get them to make them sleep harder and all this other shit and then they the the police came in and did what they did and it's like wow, that's a pretty uh, premeditated uh, story, not even story premeditated plan, and it's just like wow that was um, that's very sad. He died what fifty two years ago, fifty two years ago, December fourth, nineteen sixty nine, and it's just a very sad story. It's a very sad story. You get what I'm saying? So. <laughs> They got to put it in cinematic form, which is cool. You know, Daniel, Daniel Kalua and um, Luke, Lakeith. I said Luke, Lakeith Stanfield. So they put, um, which is like, they're like the poster boys for those type of. Uh, I mean, it's not really a thriller; it's a biopic. But they've been like the poster boys for like the black cinematic story as of late. So. It's dope to see like a newer generation after you know the older ones taking over and uh, showing showing shit on the big screen. So, but that was all that Nipsey track. That's all for um the soundtrack. The soundtrack is cool. Like you know, it's it's, it's like four or five songs I like on this. Uh, Dom Kennedy got a track on here. Like it's it's a, it's a few tracks I like on this. You get what I'm saying? So, the soundtrack is solid. It, it get the job done. Paired up a lot of people you you would never thought would have got paired up. Like, for example, like, let me see. Like, well, okay, what I mean is like paired up people on one project that you would have never thought would have paired up before. Like, that's what I mean by that. So, it's definitely a dope soundtrack, and I heard it was a dope movie. So, it came out what, on the- in theaters and on HBO Max. So, for those of you who don't have HBO Max, there's a few, because it's a few, um, shows and movies i'm gonna get into like for those of you who don't have hbo max y'all are really missing out because right now i think hbo max is the one (coughs) excuse me damn hbo max is definitely the one to have 
Like, I promise you, like, that's not, that's the one you don't want to miss out on. Like, that's the one where all the releases is going to, you know, and they're getting all the good shows and all that stuff. So I suggest HBO Max is the one that you get. Um, Welcome home, Bobby Schmurder. Welcome home, Bobby Schmurder, man. That boy been gone since, since I had hair. That boy been gone since I was in the army. Like, that was a whole lifetime ago. <laughs> uh, when he was out, uh, he, he, you know, hot nigga. He got that shit, computers, Bobby bitch, and all that shit, you know. Uh, so it's, it's really, like, he, he got locked up young, man. He got locked up at, like, 20, 19. I think it was 20, because I believe he's 25 now. He, he might, It might have been 19. But he um he been away for a while and you know he he stayed in the, he stayed in there you know held it down he stayed sane, you know stuff like that so it's definitely and he's from Brooklyn too so it's like it's always a blessing to see young Brooklyn people because he he about to come in he about to come out and do what it do man like he about to jump right in the drill scene like right where he left it like cause cause the drill scene in Brooklyn pretty much started with him and Bobby uh him and Rowdy sorry. It pretty much started with him and Rowdy in Brooklyn. So, and they, as, we, as we've seen over the years, we've seen like Brooklyn cats jump in the brill. Like the the sound for Brooklyn is drill. Don't ask me why, but it's just how the game go. So, uh, it's definitely though. He actually put up a video a few days ago, maybe yesterday. Like he had a somebody, he got a glow in a dark chain. That shit was actually dope. I'm not somebody impressed by like jewelry, but he turned the lights off and his lights, his chains, it said Schmurder, and that shit was actually fire. That shit was, <laughs> that was actually fire. Like, damn, that was fire. That was fire. But, uh, yeah. So. And then, like, all the rappers, they showing them love and shit like that. And they, they private jets and chains and money and all that shit. So he definitely about to pick off, pick up right where he left off at. So it's definitely a beautiful sight to see. <laughs> Uh, we're going to try, he's going to try to put Brooklyn back on the map because Brooklyn has had some history in these past one or two years, two or three years. So, uh, he, he's going to be the one to try to turn it around and, you know, I'm not going to say New York. I'm going to just say Brooklyn for now because he's from Brooklyn and I'm from Brooklyn. So we're going to keep it Brooklyn for right now. So definitely welcome home to him. I know he about this session on fire, especially if like Corona really, really loosens up this summer. Yeah, he's gonna definitely set shit on fire and make shit on point and shit like that. So, welcome home, Bobby Schmurder. You know, you about to. He, I'm telling you, that boy about to do something special. Um, since the last podcast I've done, which was uh. December 2020 music to me the music really hasn't been nobody major has dropped nobody major has dropped and it's like the music has not been up to par you know what I'm saying so it's like it's like not even since December like since like November October like music has just not been it like I don't I don't know what's going on with music, you know, hip hop and shit like that. It's like it's not it's not up to par right now. 
and I haven't been checking shit because it hasn't been up to par. And it's like somebody major needs to drop to set this shit back on point again because from late last year till now, it ain't been it, man. That that Judas soundtrack, that, that shit brought it back a little, but other than that, it's really ain't been nothing, no, nothing new to listen to that's worth listening to. I'm talking about projects, not songs, not singles. I'm talking about projects, like I just... It just hasn't been there. That's kind of that's that's another thing that added to me, you know, trying to fix my fix my brand up, fix my show up and shit like that, because the music hasn't even been worth mentioning. You get what I'm saying? So I'm like, OK, I'm going to take a I'm going to take a step back and I'm going to do what I need to do because the music ain't even up to fucking par anyway. So it don't even matter. You get what I'm saying? It don't even matter if I miss it or not, because. Shit is all over the place. Um, real quick though, like I seen the thing a few weeks ago in Dallas, the whole, the pileup, and the whole Texas, um, no power and no heat shit, and I'm like, it's it's really sad. Like when you really, when you really look, wow, when you really look at the state of the country, it's like, oh, oh yeah, I'm glad I said that. When you really look at the state of the country, it's like. Everything is is capitalism and it's money based. It's like because the dude was like the the governor of Texas was like, oh, we shut down the power for like for money. So I'm like that. Like I'm I'm I'm, I'm mad. I don't have the full information, but I was just reading and he's like, like we shut it off because we trying to save money and this and that and the third. I seen a p. I seen a video of um what they said, Kansas. It was like Kansas City and another city within Missouri. And how they meet at the border. And one side of the street was plowed. One side of the street was Kansas City. And it was plowed. And one side of the street was the other city. And it wasn't plowed. And it's just like, why wouldn't you plow both sides of the street? First of all, it's the same street. They're going in opposite directions. It's the same street. So it's like, because there's rules and money involved, you're not going to do you know common human decency. You know what I'm saying? And that's a, one of the major problems with this country. It's like everything is money. There was another instance, but I can't remember it right now. It's like that shit is really sad. Like it's really, really sad how everything is money based and capitalism and you can't do this and you can't do that because this person ain't pay and these stipulations are in place and all this other bologna. The shit is whack. So the thing with the Texas dude, like they was like. Then the dude in Colorado was like, he shut off there. He shut off the power. And I didn't earn it. Stop crying. Find a way to make the power come back on. And yeah, well, I was like, what? That dude didn't show. <laughs> no, he wasn't in Colorado. My fault. It was a city in Texas. My fault. It was a mistake. It was like Colorado City or some shit like that. I, I really, I'm my fault for not having information. But it was a city in Texas where they had no power. And he was like, we shut it off. So y'all need to go figure out how to get your family power. Like y'all are just complaining, complaining, complaining. Y'all are not getting. I'm like, bro, what? Like your job as the as the as the elected officials is to take care of the people, bro. That is that is the one job that is the one that is almost the num- that is the number one job as an elected official is to take care of the people, bro. You're not you're in the, you're not in the government to govern the government. You're in the government to govern the people. 
any 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 in history any any uh title has been over the people take care of the people obviously there's people who have been abused who, who abuse that power but that is your primary job is to take care of the people and he's like oh go find your own power go figure it out y'all just complain that this generation is just, just blah, blah. i'm like yo this dude is bugging out bro Texas, man, that's a wild place, man. That's a whole wild place. Like they, <laughs> that's some wild place. That's all I can say, man. That's all I'm. That's all I can, and that's all I'ma say. But it's just sad that this whole this this a capitalism thing, like the whole healthcare thing, and 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 if 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 you don't got insurance, you can't get seen, and it's like common human decency, man. It's like common human decency. Like, especially like the healthcare, you go to the doctor, you can't go to the doctor because you don't got this and they're not going to see you and blah, 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 blah. And it's, it's like, wow, man, it's, 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 it really makes you appreciate the shit that you have because it's, it's millions of people that don't have, you know, when you really think about it on a large scale. It's like it's millions of people who don't have. So it's like the things you do have, the ones that do have, like you got to appreciate that shit because it's like, yo, it's really hard out here for people who don't. It's really hard out here for people who don't got it, you know. And it's a country is crazy, man, which leads me to my next point. There's a lot of people who who. OK, I feel like at some point in this time, maybe not, maybe not next year, maybe not next 10 years or next 40 years. At some point, this country is going to implode. It's going to implode maybe in the next 100 years, maybe next 300 years. It's going to implode somehow, some way. Those of you who have parents from, um, you know, other countries and don't indulge in the parents' culture, you need to indulge in your parents' culture, bro. For, for Let me give you some reasons. Number one, this country's going to implode eventually. And you're going to need somewhere to go. That's number one. Like, I feel like that's inevitable. I normally don't even think about, speak about shit like this, but I feel like that's inevitable. This shit is going to implode and shit going to be chaotic in like 100 or 300 years. Another reason is like. It's like, why wouldn't you want to indulge in some type of culture? Like your parents come from a way a certain way of life and like you like people don't take the time to like appreciate their parents way of life and where their parents came from and what their parents ate. And how do you know you know what I'm saying? It's just like, why wouldn't you want to engage and indulge in shit like that? It's like when I when I speak to certain people and it's just like the people who, whose parents were like are like American and their grandparents are American. Obviously, I'm not talking to you, but I'm talking about the people who have parents and grandparents from the Caribbean, the Caribbean or the Europe or Asia. And it's like I don't even indulge in, 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 in the culture. And it's like, why would why not, bro? Why don't you speak? Why don't you even speak a piece of your parents' language? I'm not saying you got to be fluent and you got to be able to write essays, but like, damn, you don't want to learn another language, especially one in your household. I don't. It's like it's weird to me. Like it's really weird to me when you have a culture and you're ignoring it. As you can see, white people, they are vultures and they scavenge on any culture they can and you have white people out here that learn a culture in a heartbeat i've seen so 
I'm Hispanic. My people, we listen to salsa. I found, I showed, I showed my father this. There was a, a, a band, a Japanese band that was playing salsa. You get what I'm saying? With the instrument, they were singing in Spanish. And I was so amazed that like, wow, bro, you probably, there are Hispanics who don't even speak Spanish. And here we have the Japanese have a whole band. They have concerts, live studio sessions, all that shit. And I'm like, look how these people then came in and I'm not going to say stole our culture. They're indulging in it too, because obviously they're minorities as well. But I'm just like, we have our culture at our fingertips and we don't indulge in it. It's crazy. Like, it's really amazing to me. Like white people, they, you see it all the time on the net. They had, they take our hair, they take our clothes, they take our, our slang, they take everything, everything they take. And it's like, we have it. And those of us that don't that have it and don't use it. This may seem, this may come off a little, I don't know. It might come off a little way, way, but in school, back in high school, middle school, there was this, there was a, you know, there's always this in everybody's high school, middle school. There was a set of people who indulged in like the emo gothic thing. And it's like, you know, the black and the black nail polish and the choker and the, 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 the you know what I'm saying? And it's like, forget, but it's not, not, not even, not, not even to zero in on that, but it's like us as black people, we have the most copied culture on the globe. So why are we venturing into the culture of the oppressor? That shit has always been mind-boggling to me. You get what I'm saying? That is not black culture. Like, we have our... I'm not saying you got to be a hood dude. I'm not saying you got to be speak slang. I'm not saying you got to listen to hip-hop. I'm not saying any of that. But it's like, why are you venturing into the culture of the oppressor? Like, that's not our thing. We already have... The most copied culture. If we didn't have the most copied culture on the globe, I probably wouldn't be saying this, but we do. And we will always have the most copied everything on the globe. So when I see when I was at that age, I didn't think too much of it. But as I've grown up and I've seen people on the net and I've seen these, I've seen I've seen rappers and singers try to incorporate these white genres into black culture. It's like, why are we doing this if we have our own culture and it's already copied already? That shit don't make sense to me. It just don't make sense to me at all. Like, it don't make sense to me. Like, I don't know. Maybe it might. That may be that. Y'all might disagree with what I just said. Or y'all might agree with what I just said. But it's just really weird to me. Like, we have people in our, in our, in our, in our culture that, what that rather venture off to be with the people who oppressed us. I don't know. That shit screams weird. We not even weird. It's just like, it's backwards. It's just backwards. Like, it's, it's, I don't know. And obviously, the, I've, I've, the, I just connected multiple different things within culture, but it's all under the same umbrella. From your family culture to our own culture to whatever. Like, it's all connected into the same conversation. Segway. You listen to this, this rap, the rap and shit where they trying to, they trying to make it sound. They singing like it's rock. And they even uh, alter their voice to where it sounds like rock music, but over rap beats. Why would why do why would we need to do that? Why do we need to do that? 
I don't understand if we already have rap and singing and auto auto tune in our in our culture. Why would we need to incorporate the music of the oppressors? Of course, there's all creative license and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you can create whatever you want to create. But at the end of the day, we have the most copied culture. I don't need to I don't need to indulge in another culture. Why? Because we're they're copying the originators. Why am I going to go indulge in the culture of the copiers? That don't even make sense. Logically, that don't even make sense. It's a blessing uh, to go back to the beginning. It's a blessing that my parents spoke Spanish in the household and they cooked Spanish dishes and they sent me to Panama and they and I listened to Spanish music because it's like I wouldn't without that. I'm not me in 2021. I can't see myself being from such a cultured family in a cultured background and not being and not indulging in it. I wouldn't that wouldn't be me in 2021. That would be me literally leaving part of my identity behind if I never indulged in that. What if my parents never spoke that shit? I'm going to just grow up a, a pure American that spoke English only <clears throat> and only listen to Amer uh, English music. I seen somebody, I, I forgot somebody said it like, you know, my parents never taught me French or Creole or Spanish. My parents never taught It's not only your parents to teach you. You get what I'm saying? Like, my parents ain't sit down with me and had me. They didn't write in Spanish and had me translate. They spoke it to me. And sometimes you got to just use context clues and figure it out. But I've heard that, oh, I have not nobody taught it to me. It's not on people to teach you your culture. It is. It is. Sorry, that's wrong. It is on them to teach you your culture, but it's on you to also seek your culture as well. It's a two-way thing. They got to teach you and you have to seek it as well. Nonetheless, I didn't even mean to go off on that because I didn't even have it written down. But, yeah. Next is, oh, boy. Jeremy Lin. Jeremy Lin is was a uh, sensation back in, like, the early 2000s in the NBA when he joined the Knicks. Like, he carried the Knicks for a little bit, like, 30. It was, like, 20, 30 games or something like that or something like that. Where, like, even I was, I was on the Knicks bandwagon for that month. Or two months where he was going crazy. Like I never seen, I haven't seen excitement like that in New York since that and before that. He had the city on tilt, man, and it was really. And he's a minority, you know. He's a he's a Chinese American, and it was really beautiful to see. But nonetheless, now he's uh, on the latter part of his career, and he's in the G League now, which is um, formerly known as the D League within the NBA. It's like their developmental league now. It's called the Gatorade League. But now it's still their developmental league anyway. So it came out a few days ago that he said on the court when he's playing ball, they call him coronavirus. <laughs> it's funny because we already know who's calling him that. Um, and I think it's fucked up because I'm going to just call a spade a spade. Black people have a thing of victimizing themselves. Or ourselves. Let me say that. We victimize ourselves, but then when we attack another culture, it's like it's somehow okay. And I think that's really corny. Because the reason why I say we know what culture is calling him this, because the we know the NBA and all of its factions are, are majority African American. We know this. They're majority black. We, we, we know that this is not even a question. So they're like people calling him coronavirus. 
And I'm just like, that's fucked up because number one, Jeremy, Jeremy Lin's a really nice dude. And he, when he speaks, you know, he's really humble. He talks about God. He came from Harvard. Like he's, you could tell he's a, he's a stand up dude. His teammates and spoke highly about him over the years. So it's like, we all know like nice people who don't deserve certain things to be done to them. Like we all know, damn, that person didn't deserve that. That person ain't do nothing but X, Y, and Z. So when I heard, when I saw that article that where he said that they had to call him coronavirus and, you know, he's taking offense to it and he don't like that shit. I'm just like, wow, that's fucked up because I already know who's saying it because yeah, I know black people could be fucking heartless. Anybody could be heartless. But see, but the thing with black people is because we're attacked, we think attacking is also is is we think attacking back is justified. But it's not even attacking back in the situation that we were we're just attacking. You get what I'm saying? And it's just like, ain't it, 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 bro? It's not a racist bone in my body. It doesn't matter if I'm joking or not. Ain't no fucking racist bone in my body. You know, I, I people that know me know I've made jokes and shit like that. But it's like face to face. I'm not saying no shit like that because I don't mean it. Face to face to to who I'm talking about me. I don't mean that shit. You get what I'm saying? I'm joking at the end of the day. But it's like when you say it, when you actually say it to the people, it's like, damn, bro. Like you really you got to be you can't joke with the fucking people you talking about. That don't even make sense. This ain't like comedy or something like that. Like when you call you, you go up to a fucking Chinese person and you, and you say coronavirus and chink and all that shit. It's like, what you t- you're telling it to the person that it's, that it's used on. You can't be joking. So I think it's very corny for whoever the fuck is calling him to be uh, calling him that to be calling him that because that's fucked up because, like I said, we the main ones to be victimizing ourselves and crying inequality, but then we do shit like that to other people. I'm not doing no shit like that to nobody. I remember, like, down to go off segue a little bit. Well, it's not really segue. It's to go off switch topics, but it's not the same topic. I was on the Xbox playing Call of Duty one day. It feels like a few months ago. And um, I was on the team, and we was playing another team. And when the game ended, you know, they got, they got on the mic. Oh, you fucking trash. They was talking to me. They was talking to each other on, on opposite teams. You fucking trash. You fucking trash. And the dude was like, oh, nigger, you don't like that shit, nigger? Huh, nigger? They're calling each other niggers, bro, but both of them are white. You get what I'm saying? Like, they're both nigger, nigger, and you don't like this shit. And, and I'm just like, I'm listening, and I'm just like, bro, you're both white. You can hear, you can hear that you're both white. Huh, nigger, nigger, you don't like that nigger? What was kicking your ass, huh, nigger? And I'm just like. Look how look how look how low they think of us, man. That they call it they call they're calling each other that. They were calling each other that. You get what I'm saying? And it's like you could tell when somebody. So this is what I segued into. When somebody's mad, because they say this all the time. When somebody's mad, the truth will come out. So if you're if somebody's mad at you and they start spitting racist shit at you, then they're really fucking racist. That means you're really you're actually racist. You're really, you must be racist because they was mad on the game and they, the, they, the first thing they resorted to was, oh, nigger, nigger, and you a bum and you, I'm just like, wow, you're calling each other this shit and y'all, neither one of you are black. Neither one of you are African-American and I'm just like, wow, that shit is phenomenal. But 
whoever's calling him that shit, coronavirus shit, I think that's really fucked up. Because, like I said, he's a nice dude, and he has done nothing but try to be accepted into the NBA. So, once again, copy, most copied culture ever. But that's still fucked up, though. Meek Mill, Meek Mill. Oh, boy. Meek Mill. Uh, I don't know what's wrong with Meek Mill, man. I don't know what's wrong with Meek Mill, man. Like, that boy, that boy, he, he. <laughs> I don't know. <coughs> Excuse me. I was waiting for that to come out. That's why I kept pausing. Meek Mill has been on some shit throughout the years. And it's like, at this point in time, it's like, Meek, when are you going to stop, bro? Meek. I was just having this conversation with somebody because they were like, I'm a fan of Meek. I'm not a fan of Meek. Do I do I enjoy his music? Yes. Am I? Do I run and listen to his shit? No. Is he a favorite artist of mine? No. He's not even top 10 for me. Not even, probably not even top 20. My oh, When I say top 10, I'm talking about my favorite 20 artists. He's not even, no. But what I can see is his growth from when he emerged on the scene in 2010 until 2021 I've seen his growth and I've grown to respect it especially the you know the prison system and all that shit he's been going through and the shit on the net I've seen that shit I'm like damn like damn I, I respect it you done overcame a whole lot you get what I'm saying but at some sometimes it's like it's really hard to forgive him I guess not not forgive him but I don't know what to call it but whatever Anyways, y'all already know a few weeks ago he did the whole D preview or somebody previewed a track where he mentioned Kobe and he, he yeah, he, he said a very tasteless line. And it's just like, see, 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 people keep saying like, oh, we just, it's just Meek Mill. That's why people killing him. It's not it's not that's not why people's killing him. People's killing Meek Mill because I don't need to, I don't need to repeat the line because it's just really tasteless. People's killing Meek Mill because Meek Mill always says he's different from everybody else. First of all, let, let's get this out of the way. Meek Mill is going to be 34 this year. 34. Let's just keep it in the back of your mind. Meek Mill, has he be, he's on the internet and he says a lot of like, he says a lot of shit that doesn't fit his age range. If you if you really see go on his Twitter and read what he said, like he says a lot of shit that's not really in his age range. It sound it sounds like it's coming from a, a more immature person, but then you realize, oh shit, it's Meek Mill saying it. Like Meek Mill is in his fucking early thirties, and if you look at all the other early thirty year olds in the game, uh, Big Sean, Kendrick, Drake, Wale, no, Wale's in his late thirties. Like if you look at all the other uh, early thirties, top of the game kind of people. They don't carry themselves like Meek Mill. That's why people is killing Meek because it's like, bro, you're at an age where you're still you're you still come off like a fucking twenty year old. You get what I'm saying? You still rapping shit like a fucking twenty year old. You still typing shit like a fucking twenty year old. That's why people's killing Meek Mill. Like he thinks, oh, it's oh, it's, it's Meek Mill. We're just gonna kill him. No, bro. You know he swear up and down he's different. And I'm not these other niggas, and I'm not this, I'm not that. Bro, we done watched you battle the, the justice system. We done watched you reform and 
have business, uh, have meetings with billionaires and shit like that. So why are you even putting lyrics like that in your song? Then they like to use the excuse of, well, it's rap. R- rap is, 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 rap. when did rap get so soft? Nah, bro. Nah, bro. It's certain things coming from certain people is what makes it like, you get what I'm saying? I wasn't expecting Meek to say a line like that at his age, at his maturity level, from what he's seen and what he's gone through. I would have never expected someone to um, like him to say the shit. Like, imagine if J. Cole said the line that Meek Mill said. You would like that'll that'll be like, bro, what? It's J. Cole we talking about. You get what I'm saying? Like, I never would have thought J. Cole to say some shit like that. I never would have thought Meek Mill would say some shit like that. You get what I'm saying? So. I just think, I don't know, that shit, that whole situation is really fucking dumb to me. Because, like, he put himself in a situation where he said some stupid shit. And then it's like, oh, it's just a song. Like, oh, everybody's ganging up on Meek Mill. Nah, bro, you said some stupid shit. Now you got to stand on it. It's that simple. Now you got to stand on it. And then he later said he apologized to her and, you know, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah, you you should be. Especially, like, the shit got previewed. Oh man, that's a that's a wild dude. And then he got the whole thing with six nine and the whole academics and he go and he's like you 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 keep digging a hole for yourself. Me, you you becoming one of them dudes. You're gonna become one of them dudes that people like to hate because you kind of do it to yourself. Ain't nobody ain't nobody you know forcing you to do nothing. Like you 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 doing it to yourself and you become you gonna become the people that you gonna become the person people love to hate. Because it gets to a point where it's like, bro, how many times you going to get caught doing this? How many times you going to engage online and say this and say that? And you you like, money? where you going to learn your lesson, bro? Nigga about to be 34 in a few months. You still carrying on like some fool. You don't see none of the dudes around his age group acting like that on Twitter or Instagram. Bro, the Kendricks of the world ain't doing that. Drake is not doing that. Cole ain't doing that. You get what I'm saying? French Montana ain't doing that. These I'm naming people around the age group. When Nipsey was alive, Nipsey wasn't doing that. It's it, you, everything is it becomes age based. Like you don't you grow up as you grow up, you stop doing certain things you did when you were younger. You stop saying certain things you said you said when you were younger. That's just natural. You've changed. You've grown up. You've matured. You've experienced. You understand what I'm saying? You've experienced. So why are you still saying shit that a 22-year-old would say? Why are you still saying shit that an 18-year-old would say in a song? That's why I'm just like, yo, like, you, 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 that that man be, and then he, then he, then, then he tweets, like, somebody, like, oh, we're just picking on him. Nobody picking on you. You're doing it to yourself. You're giving people ammo to talk about. You're giving the people the ammo to shoot at you, bro. <laughs> You don't see people uh, around his age group engaging with fans and calling them out and not not engaging with fans. Sorry, engaging in on 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 online on the clubhouse thing a few months ago when he was yelling back and forth with the dude on clubs. Like, come on, bro! How many internet antics you gonna have, my guy? That you talking and then he make it seem like other people just picking on him. Nah, that's not what it is, bro. You giving them ammo and you just they they you they come on, bro. Nobody around his age group is acting like that. Nobody as big as him around his age group is acting like that. Like, nobody's doing that, my guy. Like, nobody's doing that. 
And it's just, it's really weird to me. It's really weird to me like that. He still can't get it after all these years. Like Drake called him Twitter fingers in 2016. Here we are five years later. How are you still Twitter fingers? Did you not, like, did you not uh, change? Did you not mature? How are you still Twitter fingers five years later? (laughs) That shit is crazy to me, but me got to do better in terms of outside of the music. Like, me got to do better, man. Me got to do better. Um, Earlier this month, uh, The Little Things came out on HBO Max. Denzel Washington, Jared Leto, some other guy. Uh, I didn't watch it personally because it just uh, didn't sound like my cup of tea. Um, I've heard mixed reviews about it. Actually, I've seen a lot of negative reviews about it on Facebook because I'm in the HBO Max group on Facebook, and they were just like, that Denzel movie wasn't it. They were saying, like, the acting was superb, but the story was kind of foolish. And I'm like, yeah, I can't. Yeah, I don't doubt it. So I'm kind of glad I didn't check that shit out. But, you know, people checked it out off of the strength of Denzel, as they should, because he's Denzel Washington. So you'd want anything his name is a part of, you probably want to go check out. But me personally, I've said Denzel hasn't had it for some, you know, for some years. That ain't his fault. You know, everybody, you know, they lose it after a while. You know what I'm saying? The Equalizer was cool. You know what I'm saying? But anything like in the anything in like the decades of the 2010s wasn't really it. You know what I'm saying? Safe House was cool. The movie with Mark Wahlberg, that was fucking stupid. I forgot what that was called. Two Guns, that was stupid. Um, Equalizer was cool. Um, Fences was cool. But other than that, like, I feel like he's lost it years ago. And that's not that's not his fault. You know, like I said, everybody loses it. I'm not trying to knock him. He's still the greatest actor we've ever seen. It doesn't make no difference. But it's like when you certain people as they, you know, as time goes forward, like, you just stop checking for him. I stopped checking with Denzel a long time ago. The little things, like I like I said, I, I wasn't checking that. I wasn't checking that at all. Um, but yeah, that's on HBO Max. Once again, y'all need to check. Y'all need whoever doesn't have that, you need to get it. And if you have AT and T, it's free with AT and T because it's free for me with AT and T. So you might want to check that. Um, Tom and Jerry that actually came out last week. Um, Tom and Jerry the movie, some live action CGI shit. It was cool. Like graphics was fire. Like. The whole incorporating uh, cartoons into a real world, that was dope. Um, but the whole story, like, the whole, the story was stupid. Like, the whole, like, some girl, she she's struggling in life. She steals this lady's resume into a, in a hotel and uh, applies to the hotel as the lady with her resume. And she gets hired and blah, 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 blah. Then she gets hired to, to get rid of Jerry, the mouse. So she hires Tom the cat to get him out the hotel. Then, of course, they find out she's a fraud and that wasn't her resume. And they about to, they, 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 they be like, oh, we're about to fire you. No, they did fire her. And then she she tried to figure out a way to f- fix it all together. We know, typical baloney story. Story was stupid to me, but the, it was more more so for me, the, li- the cartoon thing in real live action. That was dope. It was like, who, who framed Roger Rabbit? For those who've seen that in, um, you know, that was like 80-something that came out, 89 or 88 or something like that. Um, That was dope. It was just like Who Framed Roger Rabbit, how they brought the cartoons into the real world. But other than that, that movie wasn't it. Well, the story wasn't it. 
story was in it and it's like wedding the wedding crash a uh, wedding got messed up of course and then like i said the girl had to figure out how to fix it and blah 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 blah, blah, blah. so typical fall uh typical we fall and then we go down and then no, i mean sorry we're up and then we go down and then we're up again so typical cliche fucking movie so hbo max though um next month justice league is coming back out March 18th, can't wait for that. Highly anticipated. And uh, Godzilla vs. King Kong, that's next month. Um, that's uh, March 31st, because they moved. No, that's March something. It was March 26th, and then they pushed it to, like, March 29th or something. But um, that's coming now. Wait for that. WandaVision, for those of y'all that's checking that, next week, is the last episode of the season, probably of the series, because there's really no point to, con- it's, it's supposed to continue into, back into the movies, the movie storyline, so it's really no point to continue season two. I think they said the whole point of this series was to keep, was like to show you what's in between the movies, which is what, which is more, what more um, universes should start doing, start using the movies and the shows to like keep everything co- together, so WandaVision is in between movies to connect into the next Doctor Strange movie. So, I mean, um, Spider-Man movie, whatever the fuck, something like that. So, for those of you who have checked that, that's for the, uh, that's about to be over on Friday. <laughs> um, That's really all I got for real, you know what I'm saying? Good first episode. Another thing, it's my, this, this, this is what I'm going to wrap up with, man, you know what I'm saying? The colorful, the colorful hair guy. People, people, it's like it's it's simple, it's simple, it's simple shit, bro. It's like this dude trends like once a week. Why? Because people keep giving him attention. You stop giving something attention, it's gonna go away on its own. You understand what I'm saying? So it's like every few, like I said, once a week, this dude trends. Like the Instagram lives and the you know the trending on Twitter, it's like this dude. Y'all keep giving this dude attention. Y'all keep giving him power. Leave him alone. Stop mentioning him. Like simple as that. Like you, it's, I've never seen somebody that everybody hates, but yet everybody keeps him alive. Not alive, literally, but it's like you keep him afloat. You keep him relevant because you keep talking about him. Obviously, it's ironic that I'm talking about it right now, but he's not going to hear this, is he? It's just like, yo, this dude trends on internet, and because I keep talking about him, I keep mentioning him, of course he's going to keep trending, of course he's going to be relevant, because I can't stop talking about him. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, it don't make sense to me. <laughs> this shit do not make sense to me at all. Why y'all keeping him relevant over his antics? There's another dude who got antics, and y'all keep falling for this shit. You understand what I'm saying? It's like, just leave him alone, bro. Just leave him alone. And you're not going to, I don't know. Like I said, I've never seen somebody that's hated so much, but yet stays relevant on a weekly basis. (laughs) On a weekly fucking basis. Excuse me. That dude is like, (laughs) anyways, because I shouldn't even be talking about him saying it don't even make sense. Don't even make sense for me to be talking about him, but 
Uh, it is what it is, man. It is the podcast about Nathan. I'll be back every other week to keep doing the thing, man. I'm out.